Welcome back, everyone, to the JK Fantasy Podcast. Not just the JK Fantasy Podcast, but the newly sponsor-eligible JK <laughs> Fantasy Podcast. So we just want to thank you guys for listening and sharing with your friends. Remember to like and subscribe, share with people, come back, get your fantasy news from us. Um, we're currently trying to figure out which sponsors we want to go with. We don't want the bottom of the barrel guys. Uh, I want something that that everyone can actually maybe enjoy. So stay tuned, and we will be diving right into the news. Unless, uh, Joe, you have anything funny you want to talk about? Any funny banter? Uh, Dude, so we've been debating all day long about this trade. I did want to bring this up on the podcast. (laughs) We we have uh, our buddy Steven. We kind of brought it up yesterday. Our buddy Steven uh, invited somebody new into the league. It's a friend of, if you will. It's yeah, a taco. He he's it's a friend of his that he's known for a while. I, I he was my my guidance counselor back in college. Um, is that what they call him nowadays? I, I forget. But yeah, be poor at that job too if he was your guidance counselor. <laughs> <laughs> he he made the man that you you listen to today. <laughs> um, but anyways, Stephen brought him into this league. And immediately started taking advantage of him. At one point or another, <laughs> he, he got Debo Samuel for... Who was it, Kenneth? Uh, James Conner. So he got Debo Samuel James for James Conner. He got... Uh, man, what was the other... Tra- oh, Damian Williams for... No, no, no. It was... Uh, uh, it was Jamal Williams for Tevin Coleman. That's right. That's right. So Jamal Williams for Tevin Coleman and all of this, like we're, we're all laughing at it thinking like, okay, you know, two strikes next one, you're out. Well then sure enough, Krista's, uh, Kenny's wife sends a trade to this guy and he accepts immediately. And it ends up being Marvin Jones jr. For Rojo, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, not jr. (laughs) (laughs) And, (laughs) <laughs> several people in our league they, they were fed up they're like that's the last straw that's this is straw that broke the camel's back all day long man we've been debating over this and how like <laughs> how do we handle it are we going to veto this trade we've never vetoed trades we've always approved all trades as long as there's no collusion like all trades are automatically passed through and it's just been this huge hot topic and i'm, I'm curious to see what steven says on air like what are your thoughts steven <laughs> <laughs> this is your fault honestly <laughs> Hey, listen. He's no Neptune. He's my responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I I believe, uh, you know, in uh, freedom and individualism. (laughs) Uh, If that's what the man wants to do, let the man do what he wants to do. He he is convinced. It's okay. Calling it right now. Let's just let's just call it right now on the podcast. Okay. Uh, He he is calling two touchdowns for Rojo this weekend. And you down. know what? I think the amount that we've blown this trade up to, it's it's bound to happen. Like it's just oh, yeah. the fantasy gods are going to look down at us. Krista's going to get to rub it in our faces. Down. Like it's just going to be one thing that's just we get to look back and feel ashamed that we threw such a big fit about. It. <laughs> it's going to be like Marvin Jones is down on the turf on the first play of the game, <laughs> not looking good. Uh, uh, Joe, even Joey traded. Uh, he gave him Tom Brady and Marvin Jones Jr. for Scary Terry pretty solid trade there but i think everybody's upset and joey's upset because he's like man i probably could have got away with just sending him one guy i could have gotten away with just sending him kenneth gainwell apparently i didn't even need to chris like, just texted me and said don't you put that bad juju on me <laughs> <laughs> she can hear you i hear she said that i hear you <laughs> uh we need to get her on the show at some point anyways i just wanted well, to bring that up 
no, it's e- it's even worse that like I'm mad because he he like I'm trying to get uh, I'm trying to get Miles Miles Sanders off of him, not Miles Sanders, uh, Miles Gaskin. Gaskin off of him, but like I'm tried for some of his smaller pieces, and and he always wants Tyree Kill, and so I was finally fed up with was like you should start Miles Gaskin over Ronald Jones, <laughs> and he told me he was going to start D's and. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, <laughs> so I hate he, our league. <laughs> Did he get you? Did you finish it? No. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm no rookie. Come on. Uh-huh. Right. Um, anyways, I thought that was really funny. It's been the highlight of my day. I love stoking the flames and just watching y'all <laughs> dance, puppet dance. A, a real King Nebuchadnezzar if we're going to get bib- biblical with it. That's okay. You'll get that one later. Um. Anyways, that was a fun fact of the day. Joey, do the news. You you have more of a newsworthy voice. <laughs> I don't know how to take that, but all right. <laughs> Again, in the news today, Joey Ortega was. So in the news today, we uh, we talked about Brandon Graham and some of these injuries. Brandon Graham and Brandon Brooks for the Eagles, the defensive end um, and the offensive linemen have gone on the IR. So, did, Stephen, it didn't say, is that the long-term IR, like three weeks or longer than that? Uh, I'll be honest. I did not research that far. Into... Oh, oh, one more thing. I want, I meant to say this when we let off. I said that Tyson Williams was trying to get his first touchdown last night. He definitely got one the first game. So, yeah, they just really wanted to get him his second touchdown is what I meant to say. Oh, anyways, proceed. And, oh, also, is there is there a long term IR or is there just IR and it only has to be three games now? I honestly don't know the answer to that one. I, I know that like you can designate somebody for the IR and it can be three weeks or longer, but everybody, like, I keep seeing news updates of like somebody's on the IR for six on weeks. Short term IR. Yeah. Okay. It, here we go. Ready? All right. So uh, players on the 53 man roster placed on our IR after September 1 can return to action after a minimum three week absence. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. So just one IR, right? Okay. So Brandon Graham and Brandon Brooks, they're both on the IR. Um, so minimum three weeks. Just pay attention to that. That's going to hurt the Eagles, uh, both defensively and offensively. I mean, I think their defensive uh, front are pretty stout as it is. So Brandon Graham's Brandon Graham going down. It's not good, but I'm not sure. I don't know. We'll have to see what happens this week, but it's a big loss. Uh, Browns placed Jarvis Landry on the IR with his knee injury. So that's three weeks he's out. Ben Roethlisberger, this kind of popped up today. I didn't realize he was dealing with a pec injury, but apparently that one's uh, lingering and kind of sticking with him. And he's the exact quote from um, Tomlin was that he, we better be ready to to be adjustable in his situation. So, so we can watch Mason Rudolph get his head bashed in by a helmet this weekend. Is what you're saying? <laughs> That's funny you bring that up. Stuart and I were actually talking about that today. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that he's going to be seeing the field. So, I, yeah, it doesn't look good. I mean, you hope he does because if he's not, then Deontay Johnson, no, Chase Claypool, yeah, no, Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, I mean, Mason Rudolph. He, he's not going to be getting on the field. So, uh, anyways, these guys, if if he's out, I think Deontay or not Deontay. Um, I'm spacing on his name. The running back, Juju. Juju oh, uh, Najee Harris. Najee, yeah, Najee Harris. I think he's going to feast if the if if it ends up being the situation. So, I mean, he's just going to get short dinks and dunks and he's going to run the ball. That'll be their strategy. I assume the Steelers is going to be an interesting show because they're all injured. So they were yeah. having a good defense. So what I'm afraid is going to be a bad defense or, you know, that's actually good for fantasy. So if you're playing against the Steelers, I think you can move on, uh, play anyone you want against them. I mean, 
<laughs> um, all right, so bro- moving on. Broncos, Bradley Chubb. He's also undergoing surgery on his ankle for Wednesday, so he's going to be out long-term. Tyrod Taylor and Nico Collins, this one hits home. It is, they're out in the IR. So David Mills is taking helm, and we're going up against the Panthers. So get the Panthers, de- Panthers defense. I know we preach IDP, but if you're, if you're not in IDP leagues, Panthers defense is a solid stream this week. Is it, though, or is it going to be uh, three and out so they're never on the field? I, I anticipate a bunch of interceptions well, we, and sacks. We have a rookie quarterback, but um, we do have our sacrificial lamb. Tyrod Taylor has passed the torch officially to I know all star <laughs> quarterback in the league, and um, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I, it's Davis Mills time, baby. How terrible would it be for Tyrod if that ends up happening? Like just for some odd reason, David Mills ends up being like just this all world ending, be- like world beater of a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> it's only fair this is the way <laughs> this is why we brought him on what's this that way it just reminds me of that south park episode they have to sacrifice somebody for the for the harvest <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways all right so 49ers they uh they signed running back Jacques patrick and off the Bengals practice squad again this is just something we talked about yesterday like they're bringing anybody and everybody to help fill in those running back rosters so they can they can get injured tomorrow um <laughs> <laughs> just pay attention to what's going on there. Dude, another one that hits home. Rams running back D- uh, Daryl Henderson had rib cartilage energy, uh, injury. Uh, there's, there's I've also- seen that coming. <laughs> Daryl Henderson. Dude, he's whatever. So, yeah, he's injured. It's one of those things where he, they think He'll he's going to play, but play. it's one of the, it's like a pain tolerance thing. Is he going to get 96% of the touches again? Probably not. So, <laughs> cool. Uh, Mari Cooper Sonny has. Michelle got some. Yeah, go ahead. Amari Cooper has bruised ribs, so don't know what to do with that. Just kind of monitor. I guess we'll check Steven in on Friday. All, Steven lost all respect for him because he saw him crying because he was in pain. I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's one of my wide receivers, so I need to see him back on the field and catching balls and touchdowns. Well, then he uh, lost more respect for him then. <laughs> <He's> on- <laughs> Uh, Joey's team tied in Zach Ertz tested positive for COVID but vaccinated so uh, there's a chance that he'll play Monday against the Cowboys with no symptoms as long as he tests negative within 24 hours two times Um, and then Derek Carr Derek Carr injured his ankle Sunday Uh, he finished the game that week so I assume he's going to be back out on the field you just got to monitor it I doubt he'll be scrambling for some extra yardage like he has the past couple weeks but um I, I like we mentioned earlier. We trade. I traded Tom Brady in our league to to pick up Scary Terry. So, uh, what's the give it a little sneak peek? I'm definitely going all in on Derek Carr this week. <laughs> <laughs> prepare, uh, prepare to be let down. I did the same thing last year. So, look, he he gets dude, forty points a game. It's he gets me. This is this five interception game is coming up. But. So they're playing Miami this week, right? And two is out. It just it's set up so that he should have an awesome game, right? I know this is the trap. I can feel it. Like he's gonna, he's gonna go out there and just put up like ten points for the week, and I'm gonna go zero and three to start the season and cry. Good. <laughs> so, these are my friends. Um, all right. Yeah. So- well, that's the new. That's the news there, and and we came up with a new segment, and uh, we're gonna call this the Rope Store. And many times it can be found next door to the rickety stool store, and in this segment. We're going to talk about the, the big-time <laughs> players that really just gave it to you, gave you nothing on the week, and, and probably lost your week, and, and you're looking for the rope store. So cue the Sarah McLaughlin or Hulk music, and we'll go ahead and read through these. So 
Tyreek Hill, 4.4. The guy was a big, big old letdown. (laughs) Amari Cooper, 3.9. That hurts, man. Um, (laughs) Alvin Kamara, he got you a solid five. He bent you over a solid barrel with his solid five. George Kittle, 3.7. That's that's just breaking my heart, baby. Jonathan Taylor, tailback, 5.8. And, and he did his best, you know. Clyde Edwards-Elaire, a longtime love of this podcast, of half this podcast. <laughs> 2.6. He lost you your game. He lost the Chiefs their game. Get rid of them. Ugh, that one Devonta hurts. Smith, the 2.6 disaster rookie. Antonio Brown, 2.2. More like Antonio Frown. On that real quick. No. I guess. I just want to bring up because. You, you going for uh, um, twine or braided rope? Is that what you're. <laughs> well, <laughs> not, me, not me specifically, but uh, I just want to bring this up because, it's, you know, I think it's a funny story. And I hope she listens to this podcast tomorrow. Uh, coworker of mine had an AB. Did not play him last week. Balled out, as we all know. Played him this week and got her nothing. So, Does she even know how to manage a fantasy football team? Like, of course you play him last week and not this week. Clearly, but she she doesn't listen to this podcast on on the regular. Yeah, so she didn't know. Yeah, We didn't talk about him enough this week, so she should have known. Like, Well, if they don't talk about him, he's not going to fall out. But Wait a minute. I did. All right. Anyways, go on. We got Tyler Higby, got you 1.3, got you Higbeat. Brandon Ayuk, just, <laughs> just, just leave it. We'll leave that one. And, Dude, he's and never I, leaving I this a, list. <laughs> I added a special one for our, our uh, co-host, Joey Sanders. The Miami kicker, get a big whopping zero from him. And and you know what? I think we have a, a guest, guest appearance from Cowbell in our league. He, he, he belongs at the rope store because he's given away all the talent on his roster. <laughs> you know, I always make the the joke like you you offer chicken chicken feed for my phoenix. Yeah, he does not see it that way. So, anyways, that You've never that concludes said that. our rope store segment for today. Cool, sad day. Yeah, yeah. So waivers, waivers. Yeah, all right. We can move on to waivers. I'm looking at some of these players now. <laughs> so, Kenny, this is another little side tidbit. We were we were talking about whether or not we wanted to do waivers since it's such a late show and waivers clear tomorrow. We doubt, <laughs> you know, like who's actually who's actually tuning in for this last minute advice. Um, and so, Kenny's like, I don't know if I want to share my waivers with you guys because we're all in the same lead together. <clears throat> and I, I just want to say, I respect your integrity, Kenny. I, I respect the fact that you're going to start us off with who you're picking up this week and how much you're bidding on them. <laughs> I will tell you right now. Yeah, I mean it's it's just one of those things like I I pour my heart and soul into this game. Like as soon as as soon as we lo- I lost half my roster before the season even started, I'm just like in a bad mood around my family. Just like, <laughs> oh, you, you know what? It, it, it's fine. I just you know I, I I go out there. I do all this research for weeks at a time, and then before the season starts. I'm already scrambling to start a roster, so <laughs> it's almost like a kicker put 22 points yeah, on you. So now I, you know, I put a lot of work into this stuff, and then I got to sit here and lay out all my pickups for you guys to just 
pick through. Well, I know he's you know I know he's looking at that guy. So I, I threw a couple in there just to mess you up. The real fantasy football players will be able to uh, look in and catch which ones they are and and uh, and uh, you know play accordingly. So we'll start off with Troy Apke, definitely your number one pickup. Uh, he's a cornerback for the Washington football team. Big time. That needs to be our, our losers' punishment is that they have to show up to the draft in a Troy Apke jersey. <laughs> um, Why'd you buy that? <laughs> All right, so I'll go ahead and kick it off. Like I said, I mean, uh, I'm going to start with the uh, the quarterback position. I, I mentioned at the beginning, and we've kind of talked about it. I have I have a need for quarterbacks now, and so looking at who I'm going to be streaming since that's my new strategy. I think there's a bunch of people out there. Obviously, number one on the list is going to be Derek Carr. Um, you got to monitor his injury, but he's going up against Miami with no Tua. I think he's solid. Teddy Bridgewater and the uh, the Broncos have actually really impressed me recently. Um, I know they're going up a against great a great matchup. Well, the Jets, I, you keep saying this, like the Jets aren't a good defense. Dude, they're a good defense. I, I mean, like I know their quarterback play hasn't been great. Like their offense has been kind of stalwart, but Jets defense isn't just like they're number eight in the in the the, the league right now. Do you know what stalwart means? Isn't that bad? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, thought it, yes. I thought it meant like... Yes, Joey, that's what it means. No, 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 you're, you're fine. Keep using it that way. You're fine. <laughs> I have to Google that later. <laughs> I feel uh, foolish. I'm very hot in the face. <laughs> um, all right, so Teddy Bridgewater, I like his matchup. And then... Um, Jameis Winston, if he's out there on your roster, I mean, he's going up against New England. I have to I have a feeling like he's going to have a bounce back game. He got embarrassed last week. You never know, but he's somebody out there you can probably pick up uh, on the cheap. Jared Goff against Baltimore. Baltimore's allowed uh, the third most points against the quarterback this season so far. He is poised to put up a good game. I mean, in, in Detroit. I like that. The I like D- that pick. Detroit started off really well against the Packers. I know that you know Aaron Rodgers kind of did his thing with Aaron Jones, but... He's not out there. I think you can get him um, relatively cheap. Danny Jones. I know we went from like a few episodes ago saying, I, I word for word said, I don't think he has what it takes to be in the NFL. <laughs> and, then, and then he immediately goes and proves me wrong in Washington football. But I also did say, I think it was in our group chat, that he's like the broken clock of the NFL. He's like right twice a year. <laughs> um, twice a day, yeah. So I, I I don't know what to think. He did put up a lot. He ru- he showed some really great rushing ability. You want to see that. Atlanta is allowing a ton of points. I think they're the fourth best. Uh, they're allowing the fourth most points of the QB. So if he's out there, you can snatch him up. Um, those are the quarterbacks. Can you want to do running backs? Uh, I wanted to add Sam Darnold. He he's been solid so far. Steady hand on the rudder type. Oh, type performance. So like he was 24 points in his two games. So he he hasn't had the extreme blow up game but he hasn't had to because they've been handling business so he was uh, on my list as well man i actually uh, and and they're playing the texans without their Ty, without tyrod taylor so yeah, we get to see uh he, he has the extra receiver with the with uh christian mccaffrey too so he just you know he, he gets those dump off points as well yeah so i think that's also good i like the daniel jones uh jones call on that cool you know you know what he he was Matthew Barry's ride or die last year. Everybody listens to ESPN fantasy podcasts, I'm sure, from time to time. But he was his ride or die, and and uh, yeah, he died. And <laughs> maybe he was just a year late on that um, that call because the, the guy can run fast. Uh, whenever he sees the opportunity, he's going to pick up yards. He'll get you yards. So don't don't look past Daniel Jones. Uh, you you wanted to uh, do the running backs? Well, no, go for it. I, I said you got I, it. I mean, I I think. Uh, 
Cordero Patterson and Tony Pollard are, are the two two main names that you're going to see out on, on waivers. I think Tony Pollard, uh, I saw that he's owned in about half, 50% of leagues. Patterson's in like 14%. You're going to miss out if you don't get him now. Somebody is going to pick him up. So if, if you're not – if you're not hurting for another position, you might burn your waiver priority on him, or, or make sure you win. If you uh, make sure you put enough fab down to get him, if, if uh, looking at the running back position, and then uh, I know I Joey sh- had kind of a little stash at running back. If you want to take that one, yeah. He, so Demetric Felton, he's the I don't even honestly know if he's the third or the fourth string back and in in, in, in uh, Cleveland. But man, it, so watching the Texans play last week, he had this one play in particular that really like I stood up, you know, you had that like you're losing in uh, Madden and you start to like you, <laughs> you lean forward lean in forward. your chair. Oh, man, I had one of those moments watching this play where he kind of juked. He did a spin move where it looks like he pushed the double circle and a <laughs> linebacker and a cornerback just like ran into each other. He made them look foolish. And then he runs it in for a touchdown with a like, he does the spin move. He slows down basically to like a complete stop and then immediately picks up back to hundred miles per hour. I mean, I just, I don't know how he did it. It was so cool. So athletic. I mean, I obviously there's two running backs ahead of him in this, uh, in that, in that system, but I can't imagine you see a play like that and you don't try to figure out a way to get him more involved in that offense. He's somebody to put on the watch list, if anything. And if you have like deep leagues, definitely throw him on there. A um, deep stash. Yeah. He's, I mean, that's, that's my call out. I, I call my shot on him, not necessarily for this week. They're playing Chicago, but some point during the season, we'll, you'll look back and be like, Oh, that random guy on that podcast told me about this guy. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, bench spots are, are pretty, pretty important. Huh? I don't know that he's going to see the field a whole lot. I just well, put him on the watch just, list. You did say with, with Jarvis Landry out, doesn't he line up as a wide receiver as well? Yeah, so in college in UCLA, he played it. He played at wide receiver, and so now he's he's listed as a running back. But I have to imagine he's sort of a Cordero Patterson light, you know, or at least for the Browns, mm-hmm. he is. So he's probably yeah. That's what you want. Someone worse than Cordero Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> he's a rookie, so you don't know. I, all I'm saying, keep an eye on the guy. That one play made me take sure. notice. Sure. Um, wide receivers next yeah go for it I, I think we know I, I I would say this is the top waiver priority out of everything that's Rondale Moore right so if Rondale Moore is still available in your league definitely go out and grab that guy um, he's... So he, here's the deal with him he, he's he's been increasing in snap count but he's still only up to like 40 percent and evidently Kyler Murray went to the coach's room started throwing stuff kicking the trash cans like get this guy on the field you heard the story right of like it, i saw it posted on twitter somewhere that uh pat or not, uh, kyler murray's sitting in bed one night like scrolling through instagram and this dude's videos like highlight reel pops up and he's like kyler murray forwards it to the coaches and then a few months later they're drafting the guy so uh more is he's somebody that i think they're going to try and get the, in the offense it's similar to oh, the same yeah. thing what i was just saying like I watched that game and, and I watched what he did with the ball when it was in his hands. He is fast. kind of electric. Yeah. He's fast. He's, he's elusive. It was, it was cool to watch. I think there's, it's a similar situation. I, there's no way that you don't try to get him more involved. He, he's kind of similar to Christian Kirk in, in like stature and style. He's like a, I hate to say a better Christian Kirk cause I love the Aggies, but Christian Kirk never played like that his rookie year. He, yeah. he actually, you know, I'll tell you that he was pretty good, but he wasn't that good. Um, He's built like a running – they're both kind of built like running backs, like 5'7", 5'9", 100, 185 pounds, just not like a 
not quite big enough to be a running back, kind of that smaller end. Yeah, I'm I'm just rambling now. So, uh, yeah, so Rondale Moore, number one, if you're going to burn some some fab or raver priority, I, I would definitely start start there. Um, I also have Henry Ruggs on here. I'm not going after him because I still don't trust Carr, but he just made me eat my words the last two weeks. So um, other people might like Henry Ruggs. I still don't. He doesn't have the uh, the target percentage on number of routes run. He's still kind of in that lower echelon. So, um, you know, you can chase the points if you want. I'm not doing it. K.J. Osborne, I don't know if he can keep up his production because they've got to spread it between – uh, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and now KJ Osborne, but but that was someone we we kind of forgot to mention in the QB section was Kirk Cousins. Oh, I guess that's a good point. It depends on how deep your league is. I I assume he's owned. I mean, like I guess he wasn't somebody that was really like huge going into the year, but yeah, I, we talked about it with uh with man uh with typically big, not going to lose you a week. Well, no, we talked about he's it with not Big Ben. Car you. We talked about it with Big Ben. You know, like you were all in on the Steelers offense. You, same thing with the Vikings. You were all big. You were all in on the Vikings offense. Everybody wanted Jefferson. Everybody wanted Thielen, Cook. You know, you but nobody wanted uh, Kirk. So I mean, I think yeah. you, it's one of those situations. Yeah, Hunter Renfro is another another ad. He he's. I think we kind of made the comparison a couple weeks about a week ago to Cole Beasley. He's had a lot of targets. He's sure-handed. Tim Patrick with. Uh, Jerry Judy going out, he had a touchdown. Uh, we, we did see Cortland Sutton fall out. He had, what, what 160 yards, 150 yards. Uh, but Tim Patrick's definitely, like, you, you called Tim Patrick. He's going to be part of the offense from from what I've seen. And then uh, Cephas, and then we're going to move on. <laughs> no, my, 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 the person I've been kind of shouting his accolades is uh, Qu- Quintez Cephas. I just like the way he looked. Did you see the diving one-handed reach back catch well not catch he dropped it but yeah he just about odelled that thing and yeah i, I was kind of i noticed him the first game I was like, hey you know number 87 who is that guy and he had a touchdown he didn't get a ton of he didn't get a ton of targets but i'm gonna pick him up now if i can before the price goes up too high his situation kind of reminds me of what's going on with Brandon Cooks this season. Like, not not really sure where, where, who's going to be throwing it, throwing the ball to him. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he's the one. You, like, there's no other options outside of Hawkinson and Swift. Yeah, you know. So I yeah. mean, like, he's Amon St. St. Brown, Amon Ra, or whatever. Yeah. So uh, I think uh, his he's definitely someone to pay attention to. I wanted to add Zach Pascal if he's still out there. Um, oh yeah, Zach Pascal for sure. Yeah, I mean, so. It, I think we need to be better about prioritizing this. So like I didn't do it with the quarterbacks, but do it with the wide receivers. If you had to rank them, who's most important of the priority ad here, do it. I'm going to do uh yeah. Rondale Moore top. Um, I think yeah. Rondale Moore is the top and you just kind of figure out what, what, you, what your team needs after that. Do you need a, uh, a PPR guy like Renfro or do you, do you need a Cephas, someone who, who might end up being a, a top end wide receiver. I'm not saying he will be, but I'm hoping he will. Or do you want rugs, the the one play for ninety eight yards and a touchdown type deal? It's a good way to look at it. So, so me yeah, personally you, you gotta look at what you need. I th- I think Tim Patrick might be the most balanced out of everyone there. So I would probably go Tim Patrick over Hunter Renfro. So personally I'm going more Tim Patrick. Um yeah, this is hard. I guess uh, Cephas Osborne, 
and then Ruggs? No, I would put Pascal above Ruggs. Oh, Pascal, I forgot about him. Yeah. I'm looking at ours right like now. That. Did you yeah, know that? I think, yeah, Pascal, let, let me pull up his, his – Steven, pull up how many targets he's had this 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 year so far. Because um, he's had total 17 targets in the past two weeks. Or I'm sorry, that's not correct. Zach and what Pascal? about him? He's had Zach 11, Pascal. 11 Zach targets. Pascal has 11 targets at nine receptions. Yeah, for about, 81 yards. How about Pittman? Pittman has 16 targets for 11 receptions and 152 Good. yards. But Good. Pascal has all the touchdowns so far. So definitely looking like he's more of the red zone threat and look. Could be. They have a new quarterback, don't they? Well, they do now after he just got injured. Yeah. Um, who's it that went in there? No Steven? holds barred now. Eason? Yeah, I guess so. Never mind. After realizing that it depends on if Wentz plays or not. If Wentz plays, then I would add Pascal as the fifth guy. If he doesn't, and that I guess you throw in rugs or, you know. At this point, Wentz is a walking callus. That guy is just an unhealed injury over a healed injury. It's making lots of money. <laughs> Say that again. So it looks like, yeah, Wins is dealing with injuries to both ankles. Well, not just <laughs> one. I, I did see that. That's actually, I want to go ice skating with that guy. There was a there was a pretty funny tweet. I can't remember how it went, but it was it was basically saying like, "How did you injure both your ankles?" <laughs> um, two holes at the same time, of course. So I'll move on. We'll go to the the tight end position. Max Williams, he had his best game of his career last week with Arizona. I mean, on that offense, you really want any piece you can get uh, out of them. Um, but I, I mean, like, it's so hard to talk. Like, tight ends, you're just throwing a dart at a wall and hoping something sticks, or you know, what I mean, just like hoping it lands on something good. I, I got, I got one name. Uh, Dawson Knox. He's probably the guy. Or, yeah, he's probably the guy I would add. You know, what I mean, like if I'm streaming. He had seven targets. Uh, he has seven targets and a touchdown over the season so far. Six receptions for 58 yards. I mean, it's a solid offense. I expect um, Josh Allen to do better. But go ahead. You're, you, like I said, we've talked about this before. You're tight ends. You're, you guys are the tight end guys. <laughs> well, this is one of my uh, old throwback tight ends. Evan Ingram's coming off injury. Oh, yeah. Gra- grab him now. Maybe your league mates have probably forgotten about him. Joey putting in waivers real quick. <laughs> Clickety clack, 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 clack. Oh, 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 geez, oh, geez. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, I'm looking at the rest of this list, man. Did you see anybody on here? Like, I know O'Shaughnessy, a lot of people took a shot at him. He ended up injured, so you can't really rely on him. Uh, anybody uh, D- else? Uh, yeah, I think, I guess that just brings up the value of DJ Chark. What do you think? Cause yeah, because I know LaVisca Chenault's LaVisca injured, Chenault. too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, guys, that's it. Um, we're going to go to. We're going to go to break here and we'll come back in a moment. Hey guys, welcome back. This is part two of our waiver show. We're going to go into some of the uh, defensive analysis here. Who, who are some defensive names that you're looking to pick up this weekend? And, uh, you know, I I think Joey, Joey does a better job of, of uh, keeping up with the defense. I do have a, a, a good list of names that I'm happy to, rubber stamp and, and send to everybody, but uh, I want Joey to go ahead and lead this one off with, I think we, we should start with the defensive line. Okay. So do you want me to list the players that you, you had your rubber stamp on? <laughs> do you not have anyone? Oh, no, no. do you not prepare your notes? No, no, no. I, I do have a couple players. So 
again, it really just depends on the format of your defensive league. Uh, ours, uh, I'm going to repeat this several times as throughout the podcast because I know a lot of uh, IDP leagues are set up differently. Ours are only required two defensive ends or uh, two defensive linemen, and that's it. So, uh, 12 team league, two defensive linemen. We're playing top 24 guys. So, I mean, like some of the names that I'm throwing out. If you're playing a deep league, obviously they're already owned, um, and we're not required for defensive tackles, so we don't have to play that position. Um, but somebody that, that doesn't I, mean you should stay away from defensive tackles. I think there are plenty of defensive tackles that are okay. I know Joey disagrees with me, but I just think he's zero and two, and I'm not. Yeah, good point. I guess <laughs> scoreboard. He says he says I trust Joey's judgment in defensive <laughs> players, and then he says, "Yeah, but he's an idiot." <laughs> I think you're better at presenting the information than I than I am. All right, man. I don't think you present necessarily good information. <laughs> I argue with you tooth and nail. <laughs> All right. So Daniel Hunter, he should be owned, but he's somebody that obviously Daniel I think Hunter, he should be owned. Daniel Hunter should be owned, <laughs> but if he's not out there, he's got to be somebody that you pick up immediately. He uh, he's crushing it. He's he's <laughs> making big plays. He's done it for a long time. Definitely go out there and get him. Um, Sam Hubbard is probably somebody that not many people are familiar with. I mean, obviously he's like a stud, but he's not somebody that I think stands out as far as defensive he's ends go. Yeah, he's not a household name. Right. He's he's been around, I think, for this might be his third or fourth season. I, I don't know. Just maybe Steven, you can pull that up and uh, just kind of bring it back to us whenever you find that. But yeah, both of those sound <clears> correct. Um, so Sam Humbert, I believe he's somebody that you guys need to go out there and pick up. He's he didn't put up a stellar stat line, I think it was week one. Yeah, four four tackles and then immediately brought it back with seven tackles and a sack the, the following week. He has been known to have some of these up and down weeks, but um I think he's he's an every down back. I mean, he's an every down defensive end. So you want yeah, him in your roster? I benched him this week because he got like six or seven the week before. I was like, you know what? He's good, but I'm feeling Jason Pierre-Paul. <laughs> and yeah, Hubbard goes out and gets all sorts of tackles, half sack, and Pierre-Paul uh, took me on a trip to the rope store with with Howard, <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I love that. Um, so <laughs> we talked about this too, and some of our bust, or I'm sorry, our boom defensive players earlier this week. Uh, Dante Fowler Jr. He's out in Atlanta now, the defensive end there. He had nine and a half points in our score settings this week. Three tackles is something that you really want to boast about, but uh, one sack, forced fumble. In the past, he's been known for this big playability. So I think that if he maybe just put him on the watch list this week, but against the Giants, I know that uh, Daniel Jones runs a lot. So he's going to be, you know, getting the opportunities for those sacks. I think you can um, just watch him and see him put up some points. Uh, the last one I want to bring up is Marcus Golden, defensive end for the Arizona uh, Cardinals. He put up a good week this uh, this past week with three tackles, a sack, and a forced fumble. The week before that, he only had one tackle, but it was a fumble. Or he also did get a fumble recovery. He's been in the league for a long time, and I know that back in the day he had a big playability. Um, maybe in this off or this defense, he's going to show some of that again. Yeah, Marcus Golden. I feel like you can pick him up every year, and he, he's he's a stalwart in your lineup. Yeah, he's solid to, for a fill-in. <laughs> um, I, I had two more to add to that. There's uh, Sebastian Joseph Day. He's a defensive tackle. Uh, he he's done it twice. So look look at his look at his numbers, and you'll see why I added him to the list. And then I have uh, Trey Hendrickson. He's the other side of Sam Hubbard, who Joey was talking about earlier. He had himself a day. He had. One and a half sacks, a forced fumble, and fourteen po- points total. So he, he had a he had a great game. There's one so, thing yeah, I don't we, like. We, we talked about that previous that uh, you know the one two punch Max. It's not always the the highest paid guy that gets that gets the gets home to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. 
I think the one of the things I don't like about the ESPN app as well is whenever you pull up their stats, it doesn't show passes defended, which we get points for that in our league, but it doesn't show that as a stat. It's a little mm. upsetting. Yeah. Oh. You want to move on to linebacker? Yeah. Yeah, let's do linebackers. Okay. So, um, again, linebackers in our league, we're only required to start two 12-team league, 24. So, a lot of these guys in deeper leagues are obviously going to be owned. But in our league, some of the guys that aren't, Nick Vigil – Absolute monster. So, I mean, just letting you guys know, I'm going all in on this guy this week. So you got to outbid <laughs> me for him if y'all are trying to get him. Um, Deon, uh, Devondre Campbell. So he moved from Green. He moved from ah. the Falcons over into uh, Green Bay, and that guy uh, from the and the Falcons. He was awesome. I mean, he, uh, he big playability. He was a, a, shot, a play caller back there. I don't know if he is over in Green Bay anymore, but I know he's filling in that role that uh, was vacated by. Why am I forgetting his name? He's on the Giants now. Yeah, Blake Martinez. Blake Martinez. So he's filling in for that role, and he seems to be doing a really good job with it. He's averaging uh, 13 points a game right now. Let me see his but, tackles. But that was mostly from last night. He so he's like got 20. 13 point or 13 tackles last week, six tackles the week before, uh, and an interception last uh, against Detroit. So yeah, I mean, just keep an eye on him. Um, yeah, he was new. He was a he was a new add to their defense. So. He's probably just getting his feet underneath him. I think that's a great ad. Do you think – I mean, I'm not thinking that Bengals are such a great defense, but I'm seeing a lot we're, – we're mentioning a lot of these Bengals players. Maybe they are, or maybe they're just getting a lot of play time. So I'm, I'm about to mention Logan Wilson, the linebacker there. Mm. Logan Wilson, he's been putting up – he's put up two consistent stat lines, seven tackles the first week, and it's just seven solo. And then the second week had nine solo with uh, an interception to add to it. And I watched him play. I mean, just a couple of plays that – kind of again like i sat forward and just like oh wow um dude is That's strong yeah, yeah dude is strong he comes in and he hits hard <laughs> he hits hard <laughs> man and so uh that he's gonna get fumbles that way he's gonna force fumbles that way um just keep an eye on him i think you can add him and like what, what's this happy. guy's name so i can write <laughs> <laughs> he's number 10 right now as a linebacker on the league so logan wilson what's logan wilson <laughs> really writing them down. <laughs> That's right. I am. Uh, last one I wanted to bring up was Denzel Perryman. So yeah. this guy, he's he's actually been in the league for a while now. I think three to four years, maybe a little bit longer. Stephen, what was the last that I asked you to bring up? I know you you don't like to interrupt us. Sam Hubbard. He was in this season for four years now. Four years. Okay. So I think what I said three or four. You're yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> four or maybe three. Okay. Maybe. Thanks, Stephen. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I, I, if you don't mind, check on Denzel Perryman for me. I know when he first got brought into the league, it was somebody that, you know, like just really highly touted as, say, as a prospect. Say he's like four years. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I agree. No, I think you're right. That's why I said in the beginning, I think he's been in the league for four years. He was a, a really highly touted prospect and he just consistently gets injured. So he hasn't really put together an entire season uh, that you want to see. But in Vegas now, he's a linebacker there. And I think it might be his, his like, well, if not his breakout, it might, he might have already had his breakout, but. He's definitely he's doing it, man. So like Baltimore, he had ten solo tackles and a fumble recovery, twelve solo tackles um, in Pittsburgh le- this past week. He's good. He's Maybe the this- Derek Carr of linebackers. He's really good until you put him into your lineup, then he'll give you two. Right. Because I've I've done it for years. He, he, I guess you should just lean on him and keep playing through those two point games. But um I, I i had a couple in there as well i had uh, devondre campbell and perryman on my list but uh christian kirksey is somebody i said it earlier is a steady hand on the rudder you can count on him to at least not 
not get you a, a low number. I think he ended up with like eight or nine points in our league. CJ Mosley had a bounce back game. Uh, he, I, I think he's fine to play. He, he, he's a, he's a solid player. He just, he was new to, he was new to that organization and, and, just like Devondre Campbell, I think he's going to be have a big impact. And then, then I had Patrick Queen in there as well. They mentioned him a lot. Um, the announcers mentioned him a lot. How he's really stepping into his role. If you watch the way he plays, he was meeting the linebacker. Uh, Dude, I meet, drafted meeting him. the running back. Yeah, I know you did. I know you did. He, he's a solid pickup. I think this is his second year. Um, I see that he's available now in our league. So, I. Don't know. I, I... I tried to play matchups. I tried to call my shots, and I did. I actually worked out for me. I got point five points more than I would have. <laughs> I yeah. still lost but that he, week. He's, he's meeting the running back in the hole. He's not waiting for him to get to him, a la Jalen Smith. So, well, the uh, other thing I liked what I saw from him was that he's he's uh, he's that inside linebacker, and he he had this one play in particular where there was a hole where he kind of like faded back. He took those two steps back once the hike the ball was hiked, and then um, the defensive line or defensive ends and everybody the the tack. I'm sorry. Shifted the, right. The offensive lineman kind of separated, and there was this gap in the middle, and he didn't hesitate. Once that gap in like started to part, he was already broken through and like got through just right before he threw the ball, and uh, he didn't get the he didn't get the sack for it, but because uh, I forget who it was that he's almost sacked, but it, he uh, they released the ball just in time. I mean, but he definitely put the pressure on the quarterback. He's he's doing that a lot, and if he continues to do that, he's going to get sacks. Mahomes. Yeah, that would have been Mahomes. Oh, he, that makes he, sense. That makes sense. He dragged down, yeah. He dragged down Ceh the same way. He, he's oh, dude, that one he saw, hit. He saw the whole, yeah. He saw the dude. hole, ran through and met him in the backfield. Pulled him. He, it may have been at the line of scrimmage, but I, that was one of those. I was like, oh man, Pat, Pat Queen. Maybe we're not talking about the same play, but there was one. No, where it's a he, different play. It's a different okay, play. there was one where he like uh, again. I mean, just side tangent. Ceh is a passing down back. I don't understand why they are rushing him every single time up the middle. He's not going to like muscle anybody down but anyways so they run ceh up the middle and patrick queen read it all the way like he met him at the line of scrimmage and just blasted him i was worried like (laughs) i thought ceh was done i didn't know how he got up after that but patrick queen just like straight up knew what was happening all the way and like destroyed that guy at least Uh, you would have known you could have dropped him but (laughs) (laughs) all right um yeah those are those are like you had any more nah i'm ready for defensive backs cool uh, go ahead and start it off. Um, I got three. I didn't I, – I just don't – if you don't have to pick up cornerbacks, I really don't unless you have somebody that's shown five, six weeks of constant nine, ten points. Uh, so I, I went all safeties again. I got Justin Reed. I've had him for a few years. He, had, he d- hadn't gotten a ton of tackles, but he's a big playmaker. Um, Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. He had a great game, and uh, Micah Hyde, somebody who's been in the league for a while and been doing it at a high level for a while, he, he's he's had a couple of good games this year. So don't forget about those old men out there. Stephen, how how long was Perryman in the league? Sorry, I know, you got to chime in, man. Just jump in here and remind us that we were yeah. talking about that. Uh, he's been in the league for seven years. Never, oh wow! And he's Way never off. and he's never played a, a full full uh, season. Jeez, I just he was with the Chargers for a while. That's crazy. That's correct. That, I, it doesn't feel that long, but yeah, I guess we've been playing IDP for a long time, man. Seven years. Um, so do you? Well, no, I'll, I'll let you finish this, but I want to talk about Gruden after after you're done. Okay. Um, I'm. I don't know where to start with this. Okay, so <laughs> some of these safeties again. 
Taylor Rapp is actually the one that I'm, I wanted to bring up. Uh, this is Los Angeles Rams safety. Dude is put together for two consecutive weeks. He's got 19 tackles as a safety on the on the season so far. I mean, that's that's baller numbers and a sack. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't write his name down here. So he's the guy. I mean, you're gonna have to outbid for, out, exactly. outbid him. For yeah, me. Me too. yeah, that's probably why I didn't put his name. I, I'm still not committed to being. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm all about fake news now. Like, if everybody else can do it, I can do it too, and get my get, get one legged. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, so the numbers I have here, he actually is credited only for a half a sec. Oh, well, who? Taylor Rapp. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that guy's been a beast, though. Shut up, no, Stephen. Number two. <laughs> um, all right. So, the, yeah, I mean, as far as the player goes, Taylor Rapp, he's, I need you to check on how long he's been in the league. I want to say two years. I don't think he's been in the league for that long. Um, this is his uh, third season. Uh, or, so I'm sorry. Close. I'm sorry. This is his fourth season. Uh, not so close. Okay. Well, Taylor Rapp, I think he's somebody that you can count on. He's he's consistently putting it up, and that's that Rams defense, man. They're they're shutting everything everybody down. Right. I guess that's not really true, but they're they're doing a good job at playing defense, and they're out on the field a lot. They're scoring so fast that the defense is out there on the field. It's not normally why you <laughs> see defenses out there, but yeah, they're, it's like the same with the Chiefs. They're in three or four plays, they're getting a touchdown, so their defense is having to run back out there. Um, the other name I wanted to bring up is the cornerback James Bradbury. I think we talked about him before, didn't we? Like not too yeah, long ago. Yeah, we talked about him like three, two, two other times already. I think it was Monday. It was like the, the Washington night game. After yeah. the Thursday night game, we talked about him. That's right. That was what it was. So, yeah, James Bradbury, man. He's he's somebody that I've already brought up a couple times. Uh, he's been good for his whole career. Why don't I you think... pick him up instead of rap? No. We've been talking <laughs> about him for a long time. <laughs> well, you go get him. I mean, I, I believe in the talent. I just like rap more. Yeah, you I believe like the... in the talent. I don't. I believe in rap's talent. <laughs> you believe in the numbers. <laughs> he's mine. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, you know who's surprising me is cornerback uh, Jalen Ramsey. I, I know we talked about this before, but he's he's kind of like the exception to the rule, being that you don't want to shut down corner. Um, he doesn't it, come. He comes off his guy to get whoever's near him. It, it, it's, it, the reason I say that is because it, his first week he had nine solo tackles and eleven total points for us in our league against Chicago, and then week two he has three tackles. But is he, he available in our league? Yes. And so he had a, but he did have an interception. So that's why it's one of those situations again, like obviously I think Jalen Ramsey's owned in all IDP leagues everywhere else. Um, so maybe this is like useless information to you, but there's a lot of people that play one player at each, at each. Yeah. I play defense though. So I played four, I played four total IDP leagues. Two of them are the exact same thing. One of them, I have just one uh, IDP player at each position and then the other one, well, I guess I don't play it anymore, but it, it, it was one, the deep one. It was the uh, the deep IDP league where we played a full defense. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, those are the guys that I had. Yeah, J- Jalen Ramsey is, I think he's the smartest defensive back in the league, and, and he's kind of a hybrid corner safety. But uh, the last thing, I, I, I just wanted to talk about Vegas because did, did Gruden finally get his guys that he's been talking about all this time or – like, are they all starting to buy in now, or, or, or is that a good team? Um, I don't. I need to see it. They little, look good. I mean, I need to they, see one more week. I mean, it's. I know, me too. They I'm come not... down to the wire in both games, and and cars thrown a. I'm sorry, a bad like a, an extremely a bad butt. 
<laughs> an extremely impressive deep shot that worked out. And yeah, you he, can't he's going walk off. Yeah, you can't continue to rely on that. So I mean, like they hang in the game. Their number one receiving option is Darren Waller. I mean, and he's don't get me wrong, talent is out through the roof. I mean, like he could legitimately be better than Kelsey if if he continues to see the sort of usage in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um Ruggs is out there taking the deep shots. Outside of that, though, I mean, like, I wasn't impressed by the running back Brian situation. Edwards. Brian Edwards. I mean, yeah, he had a couple, you know, he big had plays. another touchdown called back. And yeah. Like, another deep one. Co- like, I'm just not getting, ready to, I'm not ready to go. All in. I, I, I had him to drop and I was like, I, I just can't do it. I mean, he's, I'm going to keep him on. I'm and not now, ready to go in. Now, yeah. Now I'm worried because I was going to have to drop, drop DJ chart to pick up some of these other guys. And I don't know, man, if, half their offense is out i might need to hold on to them because <laughs> trevor lawrence is throwing the ball around so i mean don't, don't oh that was one thing i wanted to talk about in um the quarterback segment everybody's gonna be picking up everyone they got to drop people too so look for justin herbert hit the waiver wire um you know who has him in our league Taco. Yeah. yeah he's gonna be on the waiver wire because i asked tom brady yeah I'm Why counting did on I it. just say that? I'm counting on it. <laughs> I'm really hoping he is. I'm actually more upset that I didn't try to ask for Herbert in return. I just on, didn't think he... clear nights, this one gets Radio Disney. <laughs> Why did I just say that? <laughs> um, I, so when it comes to Vegas, I'm not ready to go all in yet. And then I I so badly want to put my finger on the needle and kind of push you in a direction that I don't want... Or that I wouldn't advise anybody else to go in just because we're in the same league together. What? What's that? <laughs> I don't don't respect you anyways. What is it? (laughs) I don't know. Don't drop Chark. Not yet. I mean, there's only two receiving options there. James Robinson's not involved yet. How am I going to get Quintez Cephas? Find a way. I don't know. Drop your kicker. (laughs) They're not important. Because I have all of everyone's backfield in the rat's nest column. (laughs) Yeah. Drop your kicker. They're they're not important. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So let's, let's go ahead and rank our kickers this week. Kenny, how much research did you do into your kickers this week? I dropped Young Ho Young Wei Koo. Okay. And I picked up I am not telling you because, <laughs> <laughs> because we're in that league together as well. I literally could close my eyes and pick up a kicker and it doesn't matter to me. Like that's Here's how what you can do. ESPN shows you the rankings of the team they're playing against. Look for a green color, pick up that one. It's not that hard. Oh man. That's hard hitting hard hitting advice right there. Yeah, because it's not that hard to figure out. Oh, they're playing a bad defense. They're going to move the ball more. It's not a very good offense. Well, they're probably going to have to kick field goals. My co-host, he goes to the rankings tab up there, and then that's how he does his show. Those are the players he starts. And I usually make playoffs at least. <laughs> <Am I> not, <laughs> only one person can win every year. It can't always be me. Touche. Uh, All right, man. I think we hit. We I think we hit the nail on the head. Let's uh, let's call this one. Thanks, everybody. Like, share, show your friends. Don't show your friends if you want to win your league. Listen to us. Thanks Thanks. again, man. We're sponsored. Woo! Woo! Sponsor eligible. Mm. (laughs) Bye, y'all.